Grace, mercy, and peace be yours from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Today, we are exactly nine months out from celebrating the birth of our Lord on Christmas Day. So, we appropriately celebrate the Annunciation of our Lord on this day because this day would be the day on which the Lord Jesus became incarnate in the womb of His mother, that He was conceived. And today's Gospel passage is one that we mostly hear during the Advent season. As during the Advent season, we rightly set our minds on the work of our Savior in taking on flesh to save and to redeem us from sin, death, and the devil. And we must continue hearing this passage in that context. We must continue to mind the depths of that great mystery of the incarnation. So make no mistake, that is what this passage is primarily about. Who Jesus is and what he has done for us. But there are also a couple of things going on in this passage that I think don't get a whole lot of attention, especially during Advent. And so I'd like to take this opportunity today for us to focus on those things for just a few moments. I want to focus on the work of the Holy Spirit through the Word and how the Holy Spirit works upon us in a similar way, namely, through our ears. So the angel Gabriel came to Mary and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. And Mary didn't quite know what that meant, so the angel explained what God's plan was. She was to bear a son who would be named Jesus. He would be the son of God and he would occupy the throne of David and he would reign over Israel forever. He would have an everlasting kingdom. Mary responded as any of us would who know Something about biology and the birds and the bees. She said, how will this be since I am a virgin? Now pay attention here to verse 35 because this is the moment that we celebrate today. The moment that our Lord became man. The angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy the Son of God. And after telling her more about how her cousin Elizabeth had conceived a child as well, well into her old age, and that was going to be John the Baptist, and how he told her that nothing was impossible with God, Mary consented to what she had heard. She said, let it be to me according to your word. So first, the angel brought the word of God to Mary, announcing to her God's plan of salvation and how she had been uniquely selected to participate in, this, to participate in that plan in this way that no one else would. She was going to bring the long-awaited Messiah into this world. The Lord truly was with her. God was doing something new. Christ was coming into this world at this very moment. The Lord was going to be with Mary in a way that he wasn't with anyone else. He was going to be with her in the flesh and in the blood. This promised seed of woman was coming. This one who would crush the serpent's head. The serpent's head. See, Eve had heard about this promise way back in the book of Genesis chapter 3 back in the Garden of Eden, where God 
promise to her and to Adam that one would come from her seed who would crush the serpent's head. Now here in this moment, Mary becomes a new Eve, a new mother of the promise, one who gets to see the promise fulfilled. We see the Holy Spirit's fingerprints all over this miracle as he always works through the word. Consider this, Martin Luther liked to say that Mary conceived through her ear. (laughs) Jesus was certainly not conceived in the natural way. Mary heard with faith, and the Holy Spirit who was at work in the Word hovered over the waters of her womb in the same way that he hovered over the waters of creation in Genesis 1. And this new man was implanted within her. I want you to think about a couple of connections here. Because what happened to her in this passage is what happens to all of us who hear with faith. The organ of faith is the ear. The ear is the organ of faith. It's not what we see. It's not what we touch, taste, or smell. Those things do not grant us faith. It's what we hear. Scripture says in Romans chapter 10, faith comes by hearing, and hearing the word of Christ. In hearing God's promises in the gospel with faith, we ourselves become catechumens like Mary. We become continual recipients of the promises of God. The word of God is living and active, and it's sharper than any two-edged sword because The Holy Spirit is always at work through the Word. He is what gives this Word power to do what God claims it does. Because the Holy Spirit who proceeds from the Father and the Son is nothing less than God Himself. He is the Lord and giver of life. We see His works in creation. Uh, As in Genesis, we see that he hovers over the face of the deep as he is sent to bring life uh, from all that is in the waters and from all that is in the air and all that is upon the land. And finally, he is breathed into Adam as the breath of life. We see his work in redemption as he plays a key role in the incarnation. And later, you have examples of him anointing Jesus for the work of cross-bearing at his baptism. And now we see the Spirit's work in sanctification, that is, making us holy. That's what sanctification means, making holy. He makes us holy. He brings the finished work of Jesus to us in the Word and the sacraments. So follow me. Mary heard with faith, the Holy Spirit overshadowed her, and the flesh and blood of Christ were conceived within her. You first heard the word, whether as an infant or an adult, and it gave you faith because the Holy Spirit is always at work in the word. You were conceived in the womb of the church by that word, and you were born again in the waters of holy baptism. And now you nurse at the bosom of your mother, the church, as she continues to feed you God's word and his sacrament, that very sacrament that brings the flesh and blood of the incarnate Christ 
into our bodies. So I don't mean to make this too confusing. This is not just a, a strict ordering of events in your life as a Christian. This is just to say that Mary's experience parallels ours in many ways as Christians, as we hear with faith, and as the Holy Spirit does these works in our lives. Now, Christ was locally present in the womb of his mother. His very visible flesh and blood were there. He was there as a human being and as God in the flesh. But he is no less present with us today than he was with Mary. He may be invisible to us now, but that's okay because you know why? We don't live by what we see. We live by faith. Because the ear is the organ of faith. We live by what we hear. And Jesus tells us in his word that he will never leave us nor forsake us. Because he has taken on flesh and he has suffered and died. And because he has risen again, he now gives to us his Holy Spirit to work faith when and where it pleases God. And this faith truly saves us and it unites us to Christ. So this is God's promise to us into our ears. So let us with Mary say, let it be to us according to your word. Amen.